0: Hello, my friends, Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West. Joined by the tall fella today, Spencer Nelson. What's up, Bretter? Oh, you look the market. Good things, good things, <laughs> good things, my friend. Good things, good things are always happening and the market continues to go higher. And that's what we want to talk about today. I was online the other day, Spencer, and I, in fact, this has happened multiple times. Uh, the last, I don't know, two, three, four months. And I've seen some advertisements for various products in the financial services industry with all kind of the same flair, which is, hey, little Billy trading at home turned fifteen thousand took $15,000 and became a millionaire by trading stocks online. We've seen a rise in Robinhood, which is an app that has free trades, sells their order flow, and actually paid a big fee today because they didn't disclose it of like sixty-five million dollars. But we've seen the rise of Robinhood traders, and we've seen the rise of the trade for a living type of type of type of sales pitch. Yeah, right. So the market falls early this year and and without sports without without much going on you saw this huge huge group of people
1: start trading stocks and options yeah i mean think of the segment of sports gamblers that you know regularly are just picking games on a daily every other day sometimes weekly basis all of those all of a sudden it, and there's some uh, ness to it, I guess you would say. It scratches an itch, brings some excitement. All of a sudden, there were no games in town other than the stock market. So, like the guy from Barstool, it, wasn't it Barstool yep. that he started? He started just trading stocks instead of picking pure picking games. entertainment. Pure entertainment, pure speculation.
0: Yep, pure speculation. And and what has the
1: market done since March 23rd? Yeah, completely down 37 percent. Up. I think we're at 16.5% on the year. So you're talking about a ginormous swing in the market uh, as as it repriced. And then into the year, we've seen a lot of strength. And it's continued to just gradually go higher. So the rise of these individual investors as the market has done exactly
0: that, I think, is really dangerous. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, well... eh it just adds. I mean, it. In that situation, I talk to a lot of people. Uh, in in some of the circles, whether it be basketball or ecclesiastical, I'm interacting with a lot of teenagers and and young adults. Let's say 15 to 25, mm-hmm. and uh, and there is a a euphoria at times with this money of that you can make money really quick and really easy. And and you've seen that occur. Uh, over the last six months, where people have bought something, they have very little idea of what it is, uh, te- it, it, I guess a good poster child is Tesla, honestly, they, it, they do know what Tesla does, but they don't necessarily understand it, they have no idea what the value of Tesla, they, they say, oh, it's worth $200 a share, but they don't know big picture what that means, but they, they want to buy it, because they're sure it's going to go to 300 and it has, so they're like, this is great.
0: And they're rewarded for it quickly. Very quickly. So when I taught investors for 10 years at TD Ameritrade how to manage their own money, the wor- the, I'd always say the worst thing that can happen, especially in the options world, is for a client to make an options trade and make 100% immediately. Because, and this is, this is what we're seeing right now in the world today in this bull market, and that's because expectations become so out of whack. And so unreasonable that they keep adding risk on every month. And inevitably, the market always humiliates people like that. Because their expectations are completely wrong.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go on a tangent, and I didn't intend to do this. But when you said that, it made me think when I was coaching basketball or even playing basketball. And there was a guy on the other team, or even a guy on your team, a big guy, who really believed he could shoot the basketball, but he couldn't shoot the basketball. The worst thing in the world, if he was on your team, was if he made his first jumper. He'd always try it. (laughs) He'd take like an 18-footer above the free throw line, and if he made it, you were like, oh, crap. He's going to take eight of those because he thinks he can make it. But if he missed the first one, he would be a little more reserved and recognize who he is and not do that. Now, if you're playing against him, it was awesome. I honestly remember seeing guys make shots and be like, that is awesome. Because then I knew he was going to shoot it all night, and he was going to make 20% of them, and we were going to be fine. (laughs) But it's interesting (laughs) to think about it. Same thing. Same thing. They make 100% early. They're like, this is easy. I can do this. But we've been around long enough. You know, a lot of these guys that we're talking about, honestly – at certain points when the market starts going down, that's when I get texts from, like I said, people I know in basketball or through ecclesiastical stuff, and they're like, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, they freeze. And but but
0: and they're lucky that they even reach out because most people are too prideful to even do that. Yeah. Because they think, well, I did it before. I can do it again. So here's a quick story for you. The personal, personal experience. Da- back in 2007— I started shorting the market with puts, right? You could see the cracks of what was happening, uh, hedge funds blowing up, so you could see something happening. I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was, but I was short the market at the end of 2000 and through 2008.
1: So hold on, clarify, because you slipped up. End of 2007. Yes. Okay. End of
0: 2007. Did I say
1: 17? You said 2000.
0: Oh, 2000. Yeah. End of 2007. Sorry. I was short the market via puts, bought long puts, and through 2008. Now, the market during that time was cut in half, less 50% of value. So this is, I'm going to tell you from personal experience, what people are thinking right now in their minds that that think they're unstoppable trading their own money right now, whether it be Bitcoin, whether it be Tesla, whether it be anything like that. I'm driving on the freeway. True story. I'm driving on the freeway, driving to work a TD Ameritrade. And I'm in my car, just killing it in the market. And I'm looking around at people, and I'm thinking, that poor soul in that car. He's struggling, and I'm making money. Oh, that poor sap in that car. Man, I am the Greatest thing ever, right? And you start become so prideful because of those decisions that you've made that are paying off in the short term. Well, guess what happened in March of 2009? The market reversed, and that's when it hit its bottom. Me, being too prideful, making decent returns, really good returns in late 7.08, I thought, no, I know what's going to happen. The market can't go up. It's going to continue to go down. And I lost about 30% of my profits at the beginning of 2009 because I was too prideful and I had such great such great victories in 07 and 08. This is what's going to happen because the market, I'm telling you, if this is you at home, be so careful because the market, it's often referred to as the great humiliator will
1: humiliate you. and the uh, Go ahead. Well, I, and I was just going to say, Brett, I think it's important to preface. It's not like you're calling for some big correction or crash or no, anything No, I like have that. no idea what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, we, we have no idea what's going to happen in the short run. But I think what we're talking about more than even the market movements is just the mentality of the Robinhood trader. And we use Robinhood as the name, but there are so many platforms out there of people that have – participated in, in what's been a bull market since March, and all of a sudden think, hey, I can't lose. And when you get to that point, you find a way, you start to make poor decisions and you find a way to lose. And, you know, it's funny, my dad always says, you know, he's in re- he was a, a real estate appraiser when I was a kid. And uh, he always says, when you're talking to people in real estate, make sure they've been through something before. And, and you're talking about, you know, now coronavirus was definitely something, but it Oof. snapped back. It's just important to have the perspective of being around in up markets and being around in bear markets and down markets and being able to temper that. And, you know, Brian's not here, so I can compliment him. If he was here, there's no way I could do that. But, um, <laughs> but he's not here. I think that's one of the greatest gifts Brian has is his temperament. He is just very calm and steady, when things are going yep. up, calm and steady. When things are going down, calm and steady. I guarantee that's not the way he was in the late 80s and early 90s when he started out. And it's, it's experience being through all different kinds of markets that that temperament starts to be created.
0: And that temperament is what makes okay investors great investors. Absolutely. Is that the ability to do that. So, so two thoughts. A good advisor— this is a hard topic to talk about because some of you might be making great money right now on your own, but we as advisors, a good advisor, will always tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, and the expectations to make thirty percent a year—they're just yeah, they're it's impossible. Well,
1: well and and hopefully I can say this on air, but I mean, last year in our all cap portfolio, we were over 30%. And, it's, and then this year, it's been a phenomenal year because of the volatility and everything. I just have to remind clients when I'm talking to them, especially the ones that have been with us for a year or two, hey, it's not gonna be, <laughs> it's, you're not gonna get 30% a year. That's not always going to happen. And being able to set realistic expectations, I think is a really important thing The market will not go up 30% every year. You have to be used to it. It will be down some years, and then it'll be up 4% some years. But the last two years have really been amazing years.
0: So don't get caught up. I talked to a friend the other day. His nephew was trading his own stocks and was having a phenomenal year, taking, I'm sure, way too much risk, but was having a great year. He was thinking about giving his nephew some of his money to invest when this is the first time he's ever invested, That's right? Awesome. Don't, don't, just be careful, folks. Don't fall for the turn 15,000 into a million in three months. Don't fall for that advertising. Don't fall for those stories. The The second point I wanted to make as we end things is the best thing that you can do is our process. Buy great companies with great management, with a competitive advantage at good prices and be consistent over time, that's the key to creating wealth.
1: Absolutely. And, and, and with that, it's funny lately, as you've seen DoorDash or you've seen Airbnb, or you've seen stocks just blow up. It's insane. Yeah. You, you have to be comfortable not chasing things. Um, because it's hard. That's part of the, the temperament is if someone else is making a whole bunch of money on some speculative play you have to be okay to say well oh, good for them that's not the game we play that's just not that's that's not our arena and 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 really stick to what we know and not start chasing stuff you
0: know it's funny it's funny the one thing i learned in my 20 year career is that the real good investors and the true traders those that are making money consistently they only talk about the trades that they lost lost. yeah if you come into our office and you talk to brian and i and spencer we're gonna be ticked because two years ago we bought rolls royce (laughs) and we thought it was gonna be good and it didn't work yeah and we're still mad about it we're gonna talk about that we're not gonna talk about anything that has done phenomenally well If all you hear about from anybody is how smart they are and how great their investments turned out, be cautious. Be cautious. Be very cautious. Be cautious. So in a world where the market's up again today, and oh my gosh, we are skyrocketing from the lows. As you hear these stories, see these advertisements, uh, hear about family members or friends or whatever, just be careful, my friends. Be careful
1: perfect Spencer any other thoughts Merry Christmas everyone we're close we're what are we we're we're like a week away from Christmas gotta say Merry Christmas Merry Christmas everyone uh, and a very
0: happy, happy new, new year. year if we don't do another podcast yep with that my friends until next time bye bye